In today's episode, I'm going to be answering a pretty deep question. Can a busy, anxious, introverted mom rock an online business? Well, I hope the answer is yes, because I just described myself and so many of you who are reaching out to me through this podcast, through my Instagram feed, are asking some version of the same question. So we're going to dive into it and break down how all of those things can become a superpower and a benefit for you. So let's jump in. More and more moms are launching online businesses on top of already full lives, and I, for one, am here for it. The pros of having additional impact, income, purpose, and growth are amazing, but you have to be careful or your days can just become a blurred mess of multitasking, momming, too much screen time, and late nights. I am on a mission to help moms buy back their time, energy, and sanity while growing an online business. Let's get clear on your priorities, develop the habit stacks, life hacks, and routines to rock it, and learn to communicate, automate, and delegate so that you can create your dream business without sacrificing your family health or lifestyle. This is Chelsea Fournier, your routine queen. Let's make it happen. Okay, so this episode feels a little bit personal because I am basically describing me. However, I know that to some degree or maybe all in one, I am also describing you. And I would say over the past month, every single day, there has been a mom who has reached out to me about time management, feeling too busy, could they layer on something else, all of the crazy decisions they're having to making, just like consuming so much of their energy. So there's like the busy factor. The anxious factor, perhaps it's just because I'm very transparent about my journey with anxiety and mental wellness and the fact that the products I promote are in the category of mental wellness, but I just hear more and more moms just literally every single day reaching out or connecting me to a mom friend who is going through anxiety and just seeking out support. And then introvert, maybe you're an introvert, maybe you're not. Um, I think sometimes a lot of people think I am not introverted because I put myself out there, I do live videos, I have this podcast, right? But what it actually means is I have designed a career that suits my personality. I'm going to share just a little bit about my story about when I did the opposite and how that worked out for me. So can you be a busy, anxious, introverted mom and rock an online business? Maybe there's, and I just want to step back for a second, maybe there's other fears that you have, other underlying reasons, let's call it what it is, excuses, as to why you feel like you wouldn't be successful at running a business online. But then you see so many other moms like saying, oh, you can work from home, you know, earn while your kid is napping, use your phone as an ATM, like all these little sayings, right? And it might be making you wonder like, well, is there something wrong with me? Could I actually do this? And if you have any of those fears, I'm going to break down how busy, anxious, and introverted can actually be superpowers and stick around till the end because I'm actually going to talk about uh, an opportunity uh, to align with me if those are some of the kind of, uh, I don't want to say issues, fears, let's call them what they are, fears, excuses, Uh, if that's holding you back from either launching or really scaling your online business, we've got some really cool things to talk about. So let's tackle busy first. I want you, you know, you're just listening to this podcast, like raise your hand, nobody's going to know what you're doing, but just like validate, have you ever said, I'm too busy to add one more thing to my plate? And I'm going to be speaking mostly in this podcast to a mom who's contemplating launching a business, but you know, if you're already running an online business, this could be, I'm too busy to launch a podcast. I'm too busy to do my weekly newsletter. Like there's pieces of your business 
that you know you should be doing but you're not and so that might still be the busy category could be holding you back even if you already have an online business okay so uh here's what I have been doing in this podcast and I'm going to continue to do and I do every single day over on the Your Routine Queen Instagram feed is I lay out exactly what I do <laughs> as a busy, anxious, introverted mom to carve out the time, right? Because the number one challenge that moms have is carving out time, setting boundaries, being clear on what they should do with that time so that it feels effective because you and I both know if, some, if it feels like it's not effective, if you're like taking time away from your family, but at the end of the day, you're not earning money or not feeling like you're fulfilling your purpose or it's not going in the direction you wanted, like it just doesn't feel like a good use of your time. I get that. So if you have been following along with this podcast, you don't have to go in order, but if you're listening to this and some of this doesn't make sense, go backwards and, you know, kind of start forwards. But um, this is what I do. I, on a regular basis, identify, shift, or just revisit my number one aligned priority. So being clear, this was episode three, if you missed it, but identifying your number one aligned priority, even if you haven't launched a business yet, if it may be your number one aligned priority is related to bringing in more income or finding more purpose or having another role outside of just being a mom, like some of all of those could be a number one aligned priority that could be served by launching an online business, right? And so I, I revisit my number one aligned priority and then I revisit my three supporting goals. And actually, we're going to take it a next step further in the next episode, which will be episode six. Uh, I'm going to actually help you take those three supporting goals and start using my weekly to-do list and big three, daily big three method to start actually knowing what you should be doing on a day-to-day -day basis. So like all of these things are how you start creating rhythms, routines, systems around at least knowing what to do with your time so that you're being very intentional with the time that you do put into growing a business. And then some of it, saying I'm busy could also mean I'm really bad at setting boundaries. <laughs> if you're really honest, like this could be an exercise if you know you really struggle in this area and you're like, I would have to prove to myself that I could carve out a little bit of time before I say yes to doing something new. Maybe you inventory your time. Like when I was a lawyer, I had to inventory my time in six minute increments. I had to account for every point one of an hour, which is a six minute increment, right? Um, every six minute increments had to be accounted either towards a client, which would be billable or towards some kind of like personal development or some kind of an account. And not that you have to do that. Like I hated it. That's why I got out of practicing lawns in at least a large part. And, but it helped me have data on how I was spending my time. Like if I actually had billable work in front of me for the day, and at the end of the day, I'd only build two hours, but been in the office for eight hours. That was a gut check to be like, what was I doing all day? Was I talking to my secretary? Was I like in the library learning? And I couldn't really attribute that to a client. Like, what was I doing? <laughs> and so not that you have to go to that extreme, but if you know this is like your number one excuse of why you're not doing something that in your gut you know you should be doing, which could be launching an online business, could be something else. But understanding what, how are you spending your time? So maybe you take a small chunk of two days, three days a week and just keep a journal and jot down like, what are you doing? How long is it taking you? Um, you might find that you are spending time on social media, not growing a business, but just scrolling and you could be using that time much more intentionally. You might find that, you know, you're spending a ton of time cooking every day. 
Well, could a weekly meal prepping plan actually help you to cut some of that so that you have more time to do something else? So all kinds of different things you could start to look at as an opportunity to identify, you know, are there pockets of time that if it would also help your week and your day run more smoothly if you were tackling making those um, time sucks, like less of a time suck, let's be honest, okay? So it could be you have a hard time setting boundaries, it could be you have a hard time being intentional with your time, it could be that you need to flex that muscle of asking for help, right? We talk in business about automating and delegating, you can do some of this in your life if you're willing to. You know, delegating, honestly, could mean hiring a mother's helper to come in a couple hours a week so that during that time your kids would be engaged, you could feel really great that they're having fun, they have the you know social interaction with a slightly older child, and you get to step away, maybe into another room, open your laptop, do some work, right? So that would be delegating. Delegating could also be hiring someone to come clean your house. It could be hiring someone to come walk your dog. Like there's so many things in your day that you could delegate if it was important enough to you and you were willing to prioritize some resources, whether it be maybe you barter with someone, maybe you pay them, maybe somebody is looking to do something to get experience, right? Like is there something in your day or your week that you could actually delegate, ask for help, automate, right? Like you could automate certain things. Um, What would that look like in the household? Automating could be just around routines. Like it could be... um, Sorry, I'm trying to brainstorm an idea. I didn't have one. Maybe I don't have one. (laughs) Maybe delegating is the best way in relation to the household to buy back your time. I'm sure I'll think of one in a little bit and I'll insert it. (laughs) So if you are saying, I am a busy mom, could I rock an online business? The answer is yes and if you think about it. Everything that I have described about being more intentional with your time, setting better boundaries, asking for help, delegating, maybe automating if I think of an example, right? All of those things would just make you feel better. I guarantee it. Because if there are things that are sucking up your time and you're feeling inefficient and you're feeling maybe taken for granted or you're feeling overloaded or overwhelmed, even if you weren't layering something else in, wouldn't all of this just feel good? (laughs) Wouldn't it feel good to not constantly be saying, I'm too busy? And so yes, we're gonna check off, like yes, you can rock a business, even if you are a busy mom. Now, let's talk about anxious. I do not downplay actual anxiety. It has been a journey for me my whole life. It has been diagnosed. It has been something I was medicated for in pockets of my time or pockets of my life, came off medication. But this has been my entire life of understanding how, you know, the MTHFR gene mutation, how inability to detox, how sensitive I am to certain things, like just So many things can trigger my anxiety, sleep deprivation, too much stress, exposure to chemicals, that for me, I am never someone who is going to say, oh, you're in an acute anxiety period, you should just layer on an online business. Because you know what? That might not be the answer. Like when I am really in the throes of anxiety or in the past before I really got a handle on supporting myself through this, It was not the right time to just say, hey, layer something else on that's going to have expectations. I'm going to try to be a perfectionist because that was part of of my trauma response, right? I'm going to beat myself up and then I'm going to be more anxious. So I'm just here to say there is a spectrum of when a mom says she's anxious, right? So when it comes to something new, maybe you're like, okay, well, I'm toying with the idea of launching an online business, but it makes me a little anxious. 
Like that feels different to me than saying I am having panic attacks, right? So I'm, I, that's, I, I'm not a counselor. I'm just someone who's been living with this forever. But I don't think I'm ever going to not be an anxious person. I do so much to manage it, but I'm not going to let that hold me back from rocking an online business, okay? So when it comes to doing something new, feeling anxious can be more like fear or it can be more like excitement. And so I try to have that gut check for myself of like, okay, I'm feeling a little anxious. I'm getting like a little bit of short of breath. Why is this? Why is this? Why is this? I'm just being really self-aware. And sometimes I can be like, you know what? I'm scared of failing. But on the flip side, could I shift that to say like, I'm excited to see what it would look like to become better. And that can be a conscious choice. And it actually can be something that you bring more awareness around to be like, when I just feel low level anxious, the typical underlying um, emotion is fear. But if you step back for a second and have like your rational brain be like, but it could be really exciting. It can be that same feeling, but you're optimistic, you're excited, you're anxious for change, not anxious in fear. And so anxiety can lead to isolated overwhelm, right? That is a choice. Or it can lead to asking for help, wanting to be a part of a community that can help raise you up, wanting to have a mentor that can, that's gone further than you have that can like reach backwards and say, hey, let me show you what I'm doing and this is working. But I also want to point out, because I talk to moms every single day who feel anxious for a couple reasons that are almost like the opposite of what they want to be doing, okay? So they want to have an online business because they're anxious they're not living up to their potential. Have you ever said that to yourself? Like, I just feel like I'm not living up to my potential. I talked to a mom yesterday who was like, I know this sounds cliche, but I just feel like I'm not living up to my potential and I want my kids to see me like flourishing. And I love that. But that can feel, if you're stuck in there and just constantly saying like, I'm not living up to my potential, I'm not doing as much as I could be, that in and of itself can lead to anxiety, just staying stuck, right? Also, um, not feeling like you're making the impact that you want to make can lead to that level of anxiety. Or judging yourself, I'm going to just say it for what it is, judging yourself for not role modeling your to your kids that it's okay to try new things. Like as I grow my business and as my son grows, he's almost two now, so I'm sure he doesn't quite get everything I'm doing, right? But I want to involve him in those conversations to be like, you know what, mommy's going to be speaking on this online panel and I've never done something like this and I'm a little nervous and, you know, I'm going to practice because I feel scared. Like I want to bring him on that journey to know like every day I'm trying to do something I've never done before. Sometimes it feels crappy and you're like, you know, still have that fear, that self-doubt, that judgment every day. I live that, right? But some days you push through it and you're like, wow, I'm really proud of that. Like, I want my family, I want my kids to know that mommy's out doing something every day to just try to grow, try to make the world a better place, try to help other families. Like when I step up to go to work, if I have, if I have a call um, with a team member in my business or if I have a call with a coaching client or if I'm just stepping up to like create a video that I think could touch a mom or record this podcast, right? I tell my son as I'm stepping up, not just like, oh, mommy's going to work, bye. I intentionally say, I'm going to go help you know, Catherine and her family. I'm going to go help Caitlin get clear on what she's doing. I'm gonna... So I try to give a name that like mommy is coming up to really try to help people. 
because I, I don't know. Anyway, that's kind of a side tangent, but all of this is around like, it's okay to role model to your kids that you're trying to make a difference, that you're trying to do new things, that it's scary. I think that's a really great thing to try to role model. So this whole conversation is around, can you be an anxious mom and still rock an online business? And I hope you see that the answer is yes. It might take some mindset shifts. It might take, honestly, it might take partnering with a mentor or a coach who has gone through this, who has been in the muck and the mire of actual mental wellness journey, not to be your counselor or your therapist. You, you may still need that. But to be someone who understands because there's a fine line between like anxiousness and just flat out excuses and putting up walls and say, you know, kind of putting your hand up and saying, nope, not doing that. There's, there's a fine line and having someone who's worked walked down that path and pushed through the feelings of anxiousness, but knowing that if you're in an acute state of anxiety, that maybe it's the time for you to lean into other tools and step away from your business for a hot second, okay? So uh, the third is introvert. I think it's so funny that people are like, I can't, you're not introverted, you're always doing these videos. And I'm like, yeah, I'm doing videos from my office that I have completely zenned out. There's no one interacting with me. I can do my mindset practice before a video. Like, I don't have to be off the cuff, right? Now, I told you I would uh, give you an insight into how it felt when I chose a career that was, it's really an extroverted career. I was, if you don't know this, my background professionally, my training was as a business lawyer. And so I was thinking about this episode earlier and just picturing, oh gosh, there was this particular case that I took on where I was, I'm not going to give any details, I'm still maintaining confidentiality even though I'm retired, but I was working with this really cool company that had developed, um, basically developed a business around uh, what's now very cool and hip. Uh, I don't know, how can I say it? They developed a beverage. We're going to say they developed a beverage that at the time was like very um, avant-garde, like just coming out to the market. And it was just a really cool hip business, okay? We'll just say that. And there was a dispute going on with ownership of the people who founded the company and they were splitting ways, da, da, da. And so I was in, I was preparing for mediation. And at the time, gosh, I was probably 25 or 26. I was very young to getting my law degree. And so I was taking on this client and the opposing counsel, we were going to go to mediation and start like finding new solutions for these two owners to part ways on a better, better path, right? And so there was a partner from the opposing counsel, like the firm that was representing the other side. And uh, gosh, I don't even know. I assumed he was in his late 40s, early 50s, so had been in his legal career for a very long time. Highly respected attorney in our community. And I, so the, for me, the introvert and also the anxious person was just like over-preparing. I spent so much, I did not charge the client for this, but I was like, I had never done anything like this. It was very scary to like walk into this mediation. There was no partner coming with me. Like this was a client who was paying me on like a very shoestring budget. And so it was like, okay, it's just me. This is scary. Nobody's gonna be supervising me. And so I was like so over-prepared and I walked in with and just floored the mediator and the opposing counsel with the knowledge that I had accrued around the legal issues that were at play in this conversation and, you know, even theories that they hadn't even thought about. And interestingly, um, and I have no reason to believe they would ever hear this podcast, but interestingly, that partner went back to the firm he was working at and told the recruiting 
attorney in the firm about me and said, we got to put her on our radar. I think she should be on our team. And later they did recruit me to be an attorney at their firm. But long story short, the introvert and the anxiousness in me, but specifically the introvert, I wanted to be overprepared. I did not want to have to think off the cuff. I didn't want to look stupid. I didn't want to be like caught off guard of not understanding the legal theory they were bringing up. And so I was overprepared. Do you know that that it's a little bit of a trauma response of like, you know, perfectionism, stuff like that. But it's also a superpower of introverts and not that you need to like do this to the nth degree, but introverts tend to show up to conversations prepared. Like it's so much better for me if I've kind of role played in my mind what might happen and have some ideas, right? Versus just like being plunked into a conversation, feeling stupid, unprepared, right? So on the flip side, and this is not like a pro or con, but extroverts tend to thrive thinking off the, you know, uh, thinking on their feet or speaking off the cuff. My husband is amazing at that. He's in sales and he can just like make anybody feel comfortable, like field any question. And I'm, I can, like I definitely over the, you know, I don't know, how, when did I graduate law school? I graduated law school in 2008. So I'm recording this in 2021, however long that's been of being a professional, the lawyer, then a business coach and an online marketer, I feel like I've really honed a lot of the skills of thinking more on my feet and being on interviews and not knowing questions that were coming to me and whatnot. However, this long story is to tell you that introverts have superpowers when it comes to developing an online business because you can like prepare yourself. You can write a script for your video. You can grow a business without leaving your house. You get to be you. This is a big one. Like in that scenario, I was not, I was being paid to be, you know, the expert in the room, but I was not being me, you know, like, but here you get to be you. And if you want to build a whole army (laughs) online of introverts who want to grow an online business, like that could be your thing. That could be your brand. And in fact, (laughs) I want to help someone do that. So if you're listening to this, you're an introvert, but you want to like document the journey of launching an online business, I would love to talk to you. That'd be super fun. I could bring you on as a guest. Um, But you get to be you and build a following of people who get you. You get the chance to develop tougher skin. And that is the number one thing I got out of my legal career was I developed tougher skin because as an introvert, as an empath, as someone who's highly sensitive, it did serve me to be in those scenarios where yes, I was over-preparing, but then even in the moment was developing a tougher skin, thinking on my feet faster, like learning those skills that helped me. And you get to learn new things. A lot of introverts are lifelong learners. And if you're like, wow, there's a course I can take, or there's an ebook I can use, or there's you know an online webinar, like most introverts really like that. And you get to have that be a part of your daily business actions. You get to feel a greater sense of purpose, which a lot of introverts are really, really drawn to feeling very purposeful and helping people. You get to design a career that you can, and I'm emphasizing can, once you have systems in place, you can build in alignment with your bursts of creativity and energy. Now, what do I mean by that? If you have developed a content batching system, if you have you know, really a map of what you're gonna be doing for the month, if you over time build out like, you know, assets and your brand and your evergreen content, I'm gonna explain a little bit about what that means in just a moment. Over time, you can then have like your weekly to-do list and choose your daily big three. And remember, I'm gonna talk more about this in the next episode, but you can have all of that number one aligned priority, three supporting goals. 
you know, your boiling it down to your weekly to-do list and your daily big three, you can have all of that in alignment with how you feel. Because introverts tend to, and this is a lot of like stereotyping, every introvert is unique and that's okay. I'm not like a personality expert, I am just happen to be one. So I've had, you know, 38 years of experience as an introvert. So you can actually build your day around, as long as there's no like hard deadlines that you're missing, you can build your day around how you feel. This morning I felt really creative, so I shot a reel. I'm gonna record two podcasts, I'm gonna go do a video. Yesterday, I did not feel creative. I had shoot this podcast on my list and I didn't do it, <laughs> right? But because this is my business, I actually was able to say, you know what, instead I'm gonna research hashtags yesterday, which is something I did instead of recording this podcast, but I'm shooting it today. I feel in great alignment, I'm excited, I'm in good energy, and because I own my own business and I can flow with my energy because I know everything's gonna get done by the end of the week that I wanted to get done, all of that pieces together. So. Checking off the box of can you rock an online business as an introverted mom? Yes, yes, and yes. I do think, again, I'm going to emphasize, I do think if you're working with a coach or with a mentor, it can be valuable to have someone who has a similar personality or to have someone who has the opposite personality but understands you, right? So, you know, as you're looking at maybe getting support or mentorship, being upfront if you know that these are some of your fears to be like, hey, just so you know, I'm super busy. I'm working on time management. I could use some support around that. I'm introverted. I'm open to learning all of the skills that need to happen, but sometimes, you know, the introverted flair is gonna happen. You know, I am anxious, but I'm really working on ways to manage that and make this be a positive, right? Like if you can have that open conversation, I think that's really, really fun. So I told you that there was going to be a way at the end of this episode for me to describe what it looks like if you want to work with me. You don't have to be busy, introverted, anxious. You don't have to be a mirror image of me. But I just know that so many of you who follow me fall into some of these categories and are like, I might, like there's a tiny piece of me that wants to talk to you about working with you, but I don't know. And like I said, today I'm talking more to the mom who wants to launch a business or keep listening if you have an online business in coaching, if you're an influencer, if you have an existing online brand and adding another income stream would make sense to you, then definitely keep listening. So I am currently accepting applications to work with me personally in a small group setting. So we do this in like small waves. So a small group setting to learn exactly how to launch an online business aligned with promoting a top 50 healthcare company with an amazing natural health line. So the basics of this is if you've never run an online business, you need to learn all of the skills of selling something. You just have to. So many moms are like, ah, I'm bad at sales. Okay, well, do you feel like if you wanna have any kind of a business, you should get better at sales, right? So what I have done is aligned with a company that has products that I can 1000% put my name on. They happen to be in the category of natural health, there's a subset of this product line that is amazing, amazing, amazing for mental health and anxiety. And so it's a really good fit for me personally and for people that I'm going to recommend it to. It's not the only category that they cover, but it was what drew me in personally. And so making the thing is the hardest part of running an online business. Let's just be real. There's so many moving pieces to running an online business that if you're starting from scratch and you're like, I don't know, I've done this, you know, I've been a... I've been a, um, gosh, what could you have been? I've been a photographer. I've been a teacher. I've been, you know, I worked in the corporate world or I ran a dog grooming business. Like, how do I start taking that to an online business? 
developing the thing you're going to sell is the hardest part. And some people don't know exactly what they want to sell until they're a little ways down into developing their brand, talking their, to their audience. But it's very silly, in my opinion, <laughs> to not have something you can sell from the beginning. And so that's why I really encourage the concept of social selling or aligning in a network marketing model to start learning how to run an online business with something that you can align with that's already made. I don't know if that makes sense. I think a lot of times people think that, oh gosh, network marketing, maybe you have an idea around it or you've heard the term direct sales or MLM or something, but the beauty of this model is saying, hey, someone is willing, aka me, to mentor you for free on how to implement a system of marketing to market a product that, of course, you should vet and make sure you can align with, make sure it feels like something that you're excited about using personally and and promoting so that it's very like um, conversational and very uh, organic, if you will. But all of the pieces of learning how to do an online business, especially if you don't want to be spammy, you don't want to be doing like before and afters on your social media 24-7, you don't want to be cold messaging, like that's not marketing actually, that's just spammy tactics. So if you actually want to learn modern marketing, you're going to have to learn all of that anyway. But if you can actually be learning through action, selling, promoting a product line that's already been made, then start to spin off. Start to spin off. Be like, okay, now that I know how to sell this one product, I could use all of these same methods and my brand is more developed and now I could start doing coaching. Now I could start doing like taking my old business skills or you know teacher skills and creating online courses and so it just makes more sense to me as the way to ease in if you've never launched an online business and if you have an online business and don't have a product line that you're currently promoting you're leaving coins on the table it doesn't make sense to have a large audience not everybody needs what you're offering as a coach or as a course creator but some of them are following you for other types of recommendations and if this product line makes sense to you if you were to vet it with me and you got excited about it and it was something that could solve a problem for your audience, why wouldn't you be a conduit to bring that in to their um, offerings, if you will, and then also make money as an income stream? It just makes sense to me. So what I'm doing, I'm just gonna kind of paint the vision of what I help you do. If you're a busy, introverted, anxious mom, right? You've got all these fears, all these reasons. I can't fix everything at once. Um, and this is gonna, like, I ideally like to work with very motivated individuals. You don't have to be perfect. I am never perfect. I sometimes show up to calls anxious. I sometimes, you know, I just do the things even though it doesn't feel great sometimes. Sometimes I hide because I'm feeling too introverted. Like, we all have our, our moments, right? But what I do is help you launch with some messy action. And you might be like, what? I don't wanna take messy action but it's good for you. It's that getting over the perfectionism. So we have a very simple launch plan. Um, and this is just assuming, like if you and I were to talk, there's an application and it will be in the show notes below. Um, there's a link that says join to apply me, or sorry, apply to join me. I had that backwards, apply to join me. And so um, if you were to go through and you hear a little bit more about my story, you learn more about the products, you see the marketing tactics that we're using. Um, there's like a nice little experience that goes through. You put your email in, it gets sent to you. It's super simple. Um, so you can do it without like a huge level of commitment just to skulk and learn a little bit more. And that's totally fine. I'm fine with that. Um, but if you were to say yes, let's just like fast forward and assume that you were like, yeah, this does make sense. I would like to work with someone who gets me. I want to understand the process. So 
what happens is we have like a little bit of a launch plan to launch your business. It's, it feels a little bit messy. It teaches you a ton of skills that you can only learn through action, but I'm there every step of the way. And then we step into really mapping out a plan to make sure that you never run out of people to talk to about what you're going to be offering who want what you have. <laughs> That's the number one problem I have with how most people approach selling a product that they're aligned with is they're just like marketing it to everybody or just like spamming everybody, not even marketing. So what we're going to dive into is helping you understand who your avatar is. And I'm going to have a whole podcast episode about this more just like in general for you to have some exercises around this. But I one-on-one -on -one go through this process with you. We have an online course that teaches you different things about how to identify your avatar, know what social media platform they're on, create kind of a representative avatar means basically the person you would like to work with to either serve through the products or to bring into your team and, and align with. And so you get to learn and really have uh, feedback from high level coaches, not only myself, but other amazing coaches that are there to support you at no cost and say like, let's figure out who ideally you want to serve and the transformation you want to bring them on and then how these products kind of like fit into that journey. Okay. So you get help with that, which is amazing. And then you continue on through an online course. We have also getting private coaching and sessions and support by messenger. And you're going to get taught how to develop free funnels, leveraging your social media profile and assets that our company provides. Our marketing team is amazing and helping you piece together different things that could be free. That could be using a chat bot. It could be designing like a free opt-in so that you have something that you can start growing an email list, like things that are going to just allow you to start building out the assets and the foundation of a true online business. And you get taught exactly how to do that. Then we design a plan to, for you to be posting on and leveraging social media with intention. So once you know who your avatar is, the rest flows so much more easily because you're creating content for that person with the intention of the transformation you ideally want to bring them through. And just, it starts to flow more easily. Every day I wake up and I'm like, oh my gosh, I've got an idea of what I want to post for this person. And because I'm constantly thinking about that avatar, that person I want to help. Then we help you develop a plan for each month. I actually have an amazingly valuable Trello board that is a part of the template for my paid coaching. You actually get for free to of how to develop your monthly offer, a value ladder, start planning your content. Ideally, you get into a place where like 90 days down the road, you have a 90 days worth of content that's been batched and organized, and then you're able to reuse it in different ways. Like if you did a, um, a post with an image in January about a topic, well, by March or April, you should have a whole new audience, new people who are there, turn that post into a reel or into a TikTok or into whatever platform you're on, right? Not to overwhelm you with details, but we help you really organize yourself and start to think about building out content assets that you're going to be able to automate and delegate. You know, that's a big part of what I do. Um, and then I help you identify ways that you can grow your reach and your influence. That could be developing an email marketing campaign, having a newsletter so people can get to know you more, having an evergreen strategy that could be developing a podcast, a blog, or a YouTube channel. And so all of this is actually provided at no cost to the people that I personally mentor. That's why I'm very selective about who I work with, just to be honest, like who I sponsor into this business. Um, it's no pressure. 
Like even if you say yes and you feel like we're a perfect match and then life happens or it's just not the right fit for you, like there's no pressure. It's not like you have to be like this amazing superstar, but I like to work with people that I see that potential in, right? To say, you know what? You and I are a great fit. We have something in common. We have fun working together. You seem coachable. You want change. You're motivated. You want to push through these fears. That's the person. If that's you, like please apply because I want to work with you. Whether you have an existing business and this would be like, oh my gosh, I just want to learn all this stuff and work with her and for free. And I get to have, you know, a product partnership that's an amazing deal and, you know, just really valuable. Or if you're sitting here saying, I don't know what any of this means, but I just, my gut says that she's going to walk me through step-by-step. That's a hundred percent (laughs) true. So, um, you know, I, I just wanted to really bring this topic to the table to let you know, yes, I do coaching. And if there's so, if you're listening to this and you're like, I want all of this, I have the products I'm excited about selling, I don't wanna add anything else in right now, for sure, I'm here for coaching, I'm here just for free, right? This podcast, my Instagram channel, I'm gonna be launching a Telegram soon, my YouTube, all of that's free content, free ways to get support from me, piece it together on your own. If you want more like step-by-step and Trello boards and templates and scheduling and support, then that could be coaching if you have an existing business. But if you are following me and saying, I'm a homeschooling mom, could I layer a business on top of my life? I'm an anxious mom. I wanna do something, I wanna fulfill my purpose, but I'm nervous. I'm introverted, can I really do this? Could I put out content? Could I identify my avatar? You can, and you know what? I can help you cut your learning and earning curve and set up your business from day one with the vision of automating and delegating some of it so that you're not constantly glued to your social media or your phone 24-7. You don't want to be role modeling bad behaviors, being addicted to technology just because it's earning you money does not mean in my mind that it should be what you role model to your children. What I ideally want to do is build out all of these assets, all of this content to be attracting the people I want to work with, continue to mentor them, and that continues to grow leverage in my business, so win, win, win. But at the end of the day, I want to be like, okay, this piece of my business has been working so well, I can actually automate it. Or you know what? This piece of my business, like scheduling out my emails, I'm not very good at it. I'm always doing it last minute. I should really delegate. I should hire someone who loves doing that. That's how I want people to build their business. That's how I want moms to buy back their time, energy, and sanity, but having an additional income stream coming in at the same time. So The answer to the number one question of this episode, can a busy, anxious, introverted mom rock an online business? Yes, you can. You can do it on your own. You can do it with a coach or you can do it for free being personally mentored by me. I would be honored to be considered as someone that you might want to explore um, this opportunity with to, to be launching an online business. So of course, down in the show notes, you can probably find apply to join me is a link in the show notes. If you can't find it, please find me wherever you and I message and say, can I have your application? I'll know exactly what you mean. Now, next episode, we're going to be jumping it back into kind of this process of planning. And so next episode, we're going to talk about my weekly to-do list and the daily big three method that will save you hours and your sanity. So thanks for tuning in. Let's make it happen. I hope you were as excited to listen to that episode as I was to record it. I hope you got some inspiration, some tips, some motivation that you can rock an online business, whether you already are, you're looking to launch. 
I encourage you to seriously consider applying to work with me at applytojoinme.com. That's where you're gonna get a little bit more information around the specific opportunity, the specific product line that I'm partnered with, and the marketing methods that we teach. So it's no skin in the game, no cost. You can apply, go through the process. You can do it secretly. You just enter your information. It brings you through a very simple process. And at the end of it, if it feels like a fit, then we're probably gonna hop on a Zoom or a call and get to know each other better and, and take it further. If you're not quite there, but you want some suggestions on how to further some of these skill sets or shifts that I talked about, I would encourage you to download my top 12 must-read books for moms running an online business. You can find a link in the show notes or find me wherever you message me and just message me book list and I'll get that link over to you. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day. Let's make it happen.